Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Loche. Loria Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We've got a new month's worth of My Talk 1071's listener rewards for July. You can win cash prizes all month long. Listen daily, weekly, and monthly to win different amount different amounts of cash. My Talk prize packs are also up for grabs. Get the app or stream online and get registered. See more prizes and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, thank you, Rob. Uh-huh. Hey. All right. All right. Now, we've lost two legends this week, you guys. Oh. First, we lose Carl Reiner, a comedy legend, on Monday. And then today, media, news uh, journalist Hugh Downs at the age of 99. I mean, I would call him legendary. Oh, big time. He really, he's had, he had a career. 70 year career in television news mm-hmm. and talk. And now here is something that someone pointed out on Twitter. You guys, this is kind of just sweet symmetry. So Hugh Downs retired from 2020 in 1999 and he oh, dies at age 99 in 2020. That's funny. Wow. That's a good one. I mean, is that sweet symmetry yes. or what? Anyway, he, uh, you know, he did voiceovers in a lot of documentaries through the 2000s. And he started out in radio in Detroit, mm-hmm. Chicago. And he was Jack Parr's announcer sidekick for five years on The Tonight Show. Did not know that. Yes, he also had a long-standing um, professional relationship with Barbara Walters. Well, the 2020. But even before that. Oh, because so, they were on the Today yeah, Show Yeah, they together. were on the Today Show host in the 1960s. He mm-hmm. insisted that Walters, then a writer and producer on the show, be given time on camera. She later joined him then on 2020. 2020. So he got her her start on the camera. He had the camera. record for many, many years for the most hours on in front of a television camera, 10,000. And then Regis Philbin went and broke that record. Yeah, he did. Oh, so, 99. Years. And uh, uh, the Mark Jerkowitz of the Project for Excellence in Journalism said Hugh Downs was actually an early pioneer in the infotainment industry that seamlessly blended news and entertainment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's 2020. That's so true. It was so. such a show. I remember watching it. Listen to this, Lloyd. This okay. is kind of weird because. Um, they say that um, after actress Maureen O'Sullivan left as the latest line of the Today Show, Today Girls is what they were called, mm-hmm. Hugh Downs suggested that Walters get time on camera. They said, but she's a writer. 
He recalled, and she was there when I came on. She wrote and produced the segment and welcomed me to the program. And I said that she would do great. They grudgingly let me put her on once a week for a short time and then twice a week and then pretty regularly. Well, thank you, Hugh mm-hmm. Downs, for being a trailblazer in that way. For women, yeah. yeah. Because they, they had the Today Girls. Right, I remember that. Barbara Walters <laughs> just <laughs> talked about that. I don't remember. We weren't old no. enough to be watching that. No, but, right. But, um, yeah, that's that's just wild, though, that he retired from 2020 in 1999 and then dies at 99. That is. It really is. I just his his wife passed away um, five years ago at the age of ninety five. So she wow, lived they good, lived good long good lives. long life. Okay, so um, this was just making me laugh. I saw this on Twitter last night, and it's um, uh, uh, this gal, nineteen year old gal Wendy. I I didn't follow her or anything, but she must have been going through. You know, maybe it was somebody's old, uh, you know, box of magazines, and she found horoscopes from a magazine mm-hmm. in 1979. And 1979. Okay. 1979. Right, tell us what. And she captioned it, 1979 horoscope. I am bleeping begging you to read this. So here they are. Really, these horoscopes are more like great insults than any horoscope okay. that I've ever read. So we'll start with um, Aquarius uh, Aquarius, they said, uh, inventive minds tend to be progressive, but people... Are you going to do the whole calendar? But I got to okay. just give you the little... The Aquarians lie a great deal and make the same mistakes all the time because they're stupid. Oh. Pisces are very uh, vivid in the imagination department. They often think they're being followed by the CIA or the FBI. They flaunt their power, and they're nothing basically but dip bleeps. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, this is printed in a magazine. Yeah, in 90 Aries people really get a bruising. They are quick-tempered, impatient, and scornful of advice. You are a kitty, but oh. they used a different word. Oh, Aries are. Okay. The Aries. Now, but here's uh-huh. you, Rob. Taurus, Taurians uh, are labeled practical and persistent mm-hmm. with dogged determination to work like hell. That's a lot of truth to that. So there's not one bad thing that they list. And then Geminis are quick and intelligent thinkers, but people like them because they're bisexual. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Why do they say cancers? I can't, every person in prison is a Cancerian. Oh, really? <laughs> well, most Leos are bullies vain and can't tolerate honest criticism. That was Donnie. Virgos. I'm just saying that he was a Leo, not Leo, that yeah. description. Virgos, that's you, Julia, mm-hmm. are good bus drivers, but often fall asleep during sex. <laughs> I love it. Who would write that? A good bus driver, but falls asleep Sleep during, during sex. sex. And okay, Libras hysterical. are the artistic types that tend to die of venereal diseases. Oh, the Libras. And Scorpios are branded the worst of the lot. Uh, you're a perfect son of a bee, and most Scorpios tend to be murderers. I thought all the cancer people were in prison. Right. Wow. <laughs> and last but not least, Sagittarians are drunks and not worth the time of day, and Capricorns are basically chicken bleep. <laughs> there you go. Did I wonder how long this woman's or man's job <laughs> at uh, writing the horoscope? I love the seventy-nine. I love the insulting. I do too, Lori. I, think that's I so wish funny. they would do that more because it's direct and to the point versus the vague, flowery horoscopes. Sometimes you read that give you nothing. Right. But don't forget, you've got a lucky number three.
Right. I mean, that's all you get from them. You're like, well, that's a bunch of minutiae. Today is a day filled with communication and possible mistakes. Watch both sides of the road and you'll get there with the light on or something right. like that. I mean, don't forget to turn the light off. No, you're in three, seven, nine, and 12. Those are your numbers. No, it really, those are funny. I know. We could write horoscopes. Well, I mean, if we wanted to just be mean, it would be kind of fun. I, I think we should. You know, I Maybe could we'll dig come out. At- my uh, Your astrological, astrological sex horoscope sign. The astrological guide to love, lust, and intimate relationships. He has, it tells has. you, Rob, how to break up with somebody. What they're based on their sign. How to seduce somebody, mm. and gives very good specific information in the seduction department. Both I think for you men should bring that back in. It's really how to break up. Um, how, how to seduce was the part, though. And then basically... Compatibility, wasn't that in there? Yeah, and what signs you need to, like, basically ghost away from. You that know? should be part of the lending library It here. really should, <laughs> shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've looked it up. We've we used, used it. to use it. That might have to come back. It's right on my... Into uh, the mix. It's a, it's a coffee table book. Yeah, you might have a, to bring it. It's a bigger book. No, it isn't, isn't it, but it was... I keep it handy. Lori, we would travel with that book, if I, I remember. Mm-hmm. To Vegas. I mean, you would bring that big book. Because we'd no, sit that's at the pool. No, that's the astrological guide to sex. Oh, that's, that's the, the one I'm used guide. to you telling me about. Yeah, okay. that's a big one with drawings yes. and real good. Good artwork. Real good artwork. <laughs> and some very specific. No, the uh, other one is more about love and lust. All right, got it. How to do that. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, which feels like Friday if you're not Yay! working tomorrow, which we are not. And um, okay, so this morning, get the beep on the phone that Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's madam and good friend and right hand woman. That's right. And anyone who watched Filthy Rich on Netflix, the four part documentary, Ghislaine Maxwell is front and center right behind Jeffrey Epstein. Right. As guilty, far as guilty, guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. She was arrested. She, she was the one who would procure the, the Well, women. this is what she, she was arrested uh, on child sex trafficking charges at a New Hampshire estate that she happened to buy uh, for straight cash. But she did not know that the FBI was watching her. I think that she did know because I'll tell you that how okay. she moved around and kept away from the FBI. But she was charged with six counts of trafficking minors for sex and with perjury for later denying it. And it applied to a specific specific period of time. Three different victims. The youngest was 14. A lot of what she's been charged with, you see in that documentary, Filthy Rich. But she's not been seen since last summer when Jeffrey Epstein, quote unquote, took his own life in jail last August while awaiting trial. Right. And she's the daughter of the late disgraced newspaper tycoon, tycoon Robert Maxwell. And she's astonishingly well connected. And in Filthy Rich, we get the story of how she introduced Jeffrey Epstein to her dear friend, Prince Andrew. Yes. So, um, so she was, uh, um, and she also uh, set up the the London night out when Virginia Giff- Giffries, who's we see in Filthy Rich, said that Prince Andrew forced himself on her. So yes, and at the end of the this is the uh, acting U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss for the Southern District of New York. Her boss was 
fired in a Friday night firing a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, but she said at the end of her statement and she had I mean, it was she had charts, charts and everything. But she said they'd welcome uh, Prince Andrew uh, giving a statement about everything that he knows. And she went on the press conference was like a good 15 minutes of very detailed um uh, information, but I, if you watch that documentary, you can't help oh. but just be saying, "Good, finally!" Because the Palm Beach, Beach Police Department really—they couldn't believe that the um, general attorney for the state of Florida, yeah. Alex Acosta, did this sweetheart deal with Jeffrey Epstein when they had so much evidence of all these girls who were groomed, trafficked, assaulted, and raped. Oh, it was just unbelievable. So she um, we've been we've been talking about her. We for have quite she, a while. Yeah. She's been you know, she had a brief thing where she called the paparazzi and she was spotted at an in and out burger mm-hmm. um, last year. But in March of this year, she filed a lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein's estate for money. Mm-hmm. OK, and um the Southern District. That's interesting. Yeah, the Southern probably, you know, she's holding his secrets. There's a lot of famous people sweating, and pa- Prince Andrew, if he could sweat, because he famously said he couldn't, he is sweating bullets right now because she knows where all the bodies are buried, quote, she does. unquote. And they consider her extreme flight risk because here's what they found. Okay. She's got $20 million in the bank, you guys. Wow. She's got three passports. Um... She's in different names. Well, no, all, her name. They've linked 15 oh. different bank accounts to her, um, some with balances of more than 20 million. She holds other accounts in foreign countries with one million dollars. She moves large amounts of cash, including 300,000 recently um, to another account the same month that he was indicted on trafficking. OK, and she also pocketed a, a cool million when she sold her New York City townhome. She's been gone to great lengths to conceal her where, whereabouts. She's been hiding mostly in New England, but she was hiding in Paris, moving to with different people. She's very well connected, even though right. she hasn't been seen in society since, since 2015. At the In-N-Out Burger? Was that the last time? Or? No, but I mean in society, oh, where okay. she would show uh, up with party. a lot of famous okay. people yes. at big... Fancy things. And prosecutors say that um, that when Epstein's indictment was unsealed last July, that's when she went into hiding because she's so heavily a part of it. Mm -hmm. And she's um, moved several times, changed her phone number frequently, orders her Amazon packages under a different name. She was born in France, raised in the UK and became a naturalized citizen. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listen, in 2002, so she holds a French, a British, and an American passport. Okay. And she is zero. Me, I liked it better my way under different names. Yeah. Her spy name. And she has no ties to the U.S. She doesn't have any family here. And she doesn't she, have any kids. And yet she gets. Well, she bought, paid cash for this. Right. This, uh, this mansion New in New Hampshire. Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess they were going to arrest her sooner. But the coronavirus delayed the arrest because. They did spend like basically the last 10 months tracking her. And okay. they knew she used an LLC to buy this place in New Hampshire last December. And it just took them a while to unfurl the knot sure. and realize it was her. Oh my God. And she paid cash for mm-hmm. this estate. And, um, it's interesting. She's so busted. Where is she? Where do they have her in custody? In New York or it, New Hampshire? Yeah, in, in New York. Okay. And I I hope they're keeping a close eye on her. I am too. Because, um, I, I mean, I don't want to go all full-blown conspiracy, but did we not hear this week that President Trump and Queen Elizabeth had a phone conversation and it was sort of like, oh, that he liked her? That was, was sort of the thing that came out about it. All I'm saying is, you know, do you think she's she's calling to say protect my son? I'm just saying that, you know, her favorite son is in a world Wait. of trouble right now because of Ghislaine Maxwell knows everything. She does. And then people are bringing up Steve Bing again because there is an association with Epstein. But he's associated with everybody. If yeah. you watch the document. Everybody. Bill Clinton, yep. Donald Trump, Alan Dershowitz, yep. uh, Bill Gates. I mean, he what he did was he laundered money. He assaulted Jeffrey young Epstein. women, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, and he ran Ponzi schemes. And he was very, very good about bringing in that uber rich because that's what he was because of all these other things and he's the biggest scammer in the world the biggest scammer in the world and he scammed all kinds of people so many different levels yes sex trafficking young women and why because then he would have people maybe he could pull favors from or be threatening but well we know we had he had a camera in every single room in that huge block yes square block mansion that he has in new york city so he had files and files and files of blackmail on everybody. Everybody. And she was the closest to Epstein. Oh, so she's got yeah. all. She's got the receipts. Yeah. You and she was friendly with Andrew many of his for friends. A lesser sentence. They better put her in a padded room with no sheets and only feed her utensilless food like Hot Pockets. Because <laughs> I don't know what's going to I don't know if happen, but. She's uh, busted. Prince Andrew, if you could sweat, we know you're sweating right now. <laughs> That's right, he There's probably sweat a lot of people sweating right now with this arrest. All right, listen, we'll be back. Hooray for Hollywood, everybody. We got Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. He covers all things movies, theater, opera, ice skating at the right time of the year. That's Hi, right. Chris Hewitt. Hi, Chris. Hi, ladies. How are you? I'm good. How are you? God, this would normally be a huge movie box office weekend, wouldn't it? It would totally. It's one of the biggest of the year. What would have been opening? 
gosh, what was supposed to open this weekend? See, we the don't Pixar have... movie. The Pixar movie was supposed to have just opened. I can't even remember. I sort of put that out of my mind. I know. Because I... I'm trying not to tick off. Oh, yeah, I'd be able to see Wonder Woman now. Oh, actually, maybe Wonder Woman is one of the ones that was going to open this weekend. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Okay, well, people are talking about, and ABC is promoting it like crazy. Hamilton, the musical, which is drops on Netflix or uh, Disney Plus. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, and it's streaming whenever you want. So did you watch it, and what were your thoughts? I did watch it, and, I mean, not surprisingly, I think it's really good. It's, you know, it's it's certainly not a substitute for seeing the show, but you can get a ticket for, like, essentially a tenth of what you would have paid to get a ticket to That's the show. Right. And I think a lot more people are going to get a chance to see it and see if they like it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I thought, too, because... It's, that was it's such an, an expensive show to go to. Yeah, but it's such an opportunity for people who want to have it, and it's such a great musical. The music is so wonderful and everything, and I think, well, why not? Yeah, and one thing that's cool about it is that it, it, it and I don't know if people are necessarily clear on this. I've talked to people who are confused about it, so it's probably good to talk about it, that it preserves the stage show. I mean, it is a, it's like essentially an episode of great performances in mm-hmm. that it is, they went in when they were performing the show and they had three or four different cameras and they shot it. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda keeps referring to it as a movie and it's really not a movie in the way that I think people think a movie is like, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago or the Sony music or whatever, that movie will probably eventually happen. But what this is, is a filmed version of a stage play. And I think it's a good one. Okay. And it's with all the, all the original characters, actors, right? Correct. Correct. Yep. So the creme of the crop. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, watching Hamilton right now, given our time, everything that's happening, do you think it's kind of a, like a cool like history disguised in a musical thing for people to think about that they might take away from that that, that wouldn't have known otherwise? Oh, I do. I think there's a, a, a lot of interesting stuff in the show he weaves he's a really smart guy and he weaves in so many things about for instance systemic racism racism which is something we're talking about a lot mm-hmm. and uh alexander was, hamilton yeah. hamilton you mean mm-hmm. okay yeah. uh well the show in general mm-hmm. uh talks a lot about for instance in the the rap battle that right. happens between hamilton and thomas jefferson hamilton points out thomas jefferson you're a slave owner the reason you're able to make money is because you have unfree people doing the work for you, mm-hmm. which is something we're still talking about yes. as we topple statues of Thomas Jefferson and others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was just thinking, you know, that is going to bring that story, which was always the thing that resonated was telling history, you know, in this other way, which I, for whatever reason, sometimes gets more attention than just going you know, back and visiting reading and a, reading a, a biography well, or something. I, or what's a, this first song? I was born a what would son of a. I, I'm trying to think of the way the play even starts with uh, Burr saying, yes. "I was the bastard." Son yes, of a, son of yeah. a. Yes, yeah, son I, of a what? I don't know. Oh. I can't I think remember of the, what it is either. Okay. I don't know what it is. I okay. can't remember. My brain just well, went. I can do the beat. About, I was a bump, 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 bump. Yeah. He sings about five different versions of that line, so it's it's easy to get lost in which of the Thank versions you. it is. So, Thanks for yeah. helping me recover there, because I totally forgot.
Okay, so you're giving thumbs up on Hamilton, which starts tomorrow on Disney Plus, and that what is that to get uh, subscribed to Disney Plus, Chris? You know, I think I've heard it. It's somewhere like between fifteen and twenty bucks a month. Okay, I think is what I've heard. Do you think it's worth it? Have you heard from other people? I uh, I haven't heard from other people. I thought, you know, watching it on my TV on Monday morning or whatever, I, it was Monday morning, I think I saw it. It sure felt worth it to me. I mean, mm-hmm. part of that is I'm starved for theater. I would pay top dollar to be able to safely see just about anything right now. Yeah. But yeah, $20 for Hamilton sure feels worth it. I mean, that's basically, especially if you invite a friend over, that's less than it would have cost right. the, in theaters, which was the original plan was that it was going to be in theaters. It was. So okay. it's twelve ninety nine a month and you get Disney plus Hulu, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National. And there's Geographic. a lot of good yeah. stuff on Hulu too. You know, I mean, you got a Handmaid's Tale and Mrs. Yep. America and there's a, all the housewives are on Hulu. And all the Marvel. <laughs> I mean, this would be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, and that Padma Lakshmi uh, series that I am dying to see, but I don't have Hulu, so I can't. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that supposed to be good? Oh, it's supposed to be great. It, she investigates essentially what it is when we say American food. What oh, do we mean? that's right. And part of it was filmed in St. Paul. Really? Yeah, with I believe some indigenous cooks. Really? Oh, cool. I like how you just drank I a did. swig of water I, and then said we wheelie with Willy. a big, she had a big bottom lip full of LaCroix when she I said did. that. I'm just looking at her amazed. <laughs> well, because I really didn't know, but I've heard this Pamela Lakshmi Lach- show is supposed to be really good. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Okay. So yeah. um, Steve Carell, or not Steve Carell, but uh, John Stewart has uh, been on a few talk shows uh, this week. He um, is promoting his movie. Irresistible with Rose Byrne and Steve Carell are in it, and I, I think that you've reviewed this because I feel like you tweeted about it. I reviewed it last week. It's terrible. Is it? Oh, it's really smug and condescending. It's about a mayoral election in a small Wisconsin town, although it was not filmed in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and how national political operatives come in and kind of take over the whole thing and forget about the fact that it's you know, people running in a town of 400 people or whatever. So it, it, I think it makes fun of both Democrats and Republicans, but it also makes fun of people who live in small towns in a way that I think is gross. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we've seen it about a million times, especially if you've watched Veep. There's nothing new for you in this show. And it really? is nowhere near as funny as Veep either. Yeah. You know, one thing I will say in watching John Stewart, uh, I, I think it was when he was on The View and He's directed one other show, I think, um, but he directed this movie, wrote right. this movie, and in some ways, you know, it feels like he's been out of it, and like mm. where we are politically and stuff, I don't even know who would want to watch this. If we already have real life um, politics playing out in front of us in a way that's very... Uh, stressful right now. So why watch a parody of something that sometimes feels like we're already living in? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And in something that the rules are changing so quickly that there's no way a movie that was filmed a year and a half ago could keep up with it anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it could be just too. He's, he's not that experienced of a director. He got some good people in it and maybe had the right idea and maybe it sounded great a year and a half ago when everything was so different. 
Although to disagree with that, okay. it reminded me a lot. This just popped into my head. Sorry. It, it reminded me a lot of this really bad comedy from about 15 years ago called Welcome to Mooseport. It was the last movie Gene Hackman ever made. Oh. And I don't think he has a lot more to say than that movie did, to tell you the truth. Really? So it might just have been that he didn't have a good idea to be to begin with. Yeah. And no one told him that. Right. Because it yeah. was his passion project. I heard him talking about it. Mm. And when someone says, this is my passion project. I bet he's been like, working on okay, it for five years. <laughs> we're going to let you go with that one. We can't crush you. I oh. guess so. But the weird thing is, like, the whole point of the movie is basically that um, PACs are not good for democracy. Well, who doesn't already know that? Right. I right. mean, everyone knows that. Yeah, so. that's kind of like we've been there, done that. Well, totally. um, so has there been anything like the, a, a series that you've watched or a movie, a, a, a other movie that you've watched that you're recommending that people check yes. out? Okay. Okay. I finally caught up with Euphoria. Yes, oh, I love Lori that show. Loved it. So good. I really liked it too. And never have I ever. Oh my gosh. Really? What's that on? In, I think that's uh, Netflix. Netflix. Euphoria is that's HBO. One, mm-hmm. Okay. Euphoria is HBO. Uh, never have I ever is the Mindy Kaling written. She's not in it, but she wrote it uh, kind of about. Uh, sort of high school life, and it's it's really smart. I, I would love this show. I don't know why I haven't watched this yet. Yeah, I think you would totally go for it. You know I love everything high school, Chris. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I've been re-watching because I bought the DVD for myself in a splurge day is Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Oh, Did you yeah. that show when it was on? That show was hysterical with it, Kristen Ritter, right? Yep. Yes. And the guy and from James Vanderbeek. Yes. It is really funny. I wondered if I would still like it because I remembered I liked it the one season it was on, but mm-hmm. it, it holds up. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. That's good. And then you've been um, listening to some opera podcasts and uh, give us a book recommendation, Chris, because yes, you've please. always got your nose in a book. And then we're going to make you gossip about some Hollywood stuff with us after the break. But give us like two good book picks. I my book club read this book called Snow Hunters. It's by a man. Uh, I think his first name is Paul. His last name is Yoon Y O O N, and it's a story about this Korean War vet who becomes a tailor. It's just it's about like kindness and seeing the beauty in the world. It felt like kind of the perfect balm for the moment we're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Um, and right now I'm I maybe shouldn't recommend it because I'm only halfway through, but I feel pretty confident. I'm reading the new. Michael Connolly thriller, Fair Warning. Ooh, I love Michael Connolly. Bosh. uh, It's a total page turner. And it's this guy who's a um, reporter who is investigating a series of murders. And uh, they turn out to be maybe connected by one of those DNA sites like 23andMe. Oh, right. Which is such a smart idea. Yes. Um, So it's not that right now. Chris, it's not a Bosh series. It's a, no. it's a standalone. It's, it's a standalone Michael Conley book. It's not a standalone. Okay. If, if you read the poet or the storyteller, those were both the same reporter guy. Okay. But it's been a while since Michael Connolly has written one of these. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of liking the change. And what's it called again? Fair Warning. Fair Warning, which is the name of the website that he writes for. Okay, beautiful. And that first book, just tell us real quick. Snow Hunters. Snow Hunters. 
Thank you. All right, listen, Chris, do you mind Gus being with us about, um, well, we're going to start with the SAG Awards and then move on to Johnny Depp. Are you okay with that? Please, I'd love to. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. That song. Hello, Chris Hewitt. Woo-hoo. From the start to be Are you dancing at home? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right now, while you're listening to that uh, song? <laughs> no, I'm being lazy sitting in my basement where it's cool. Oh, right. right. I know what it is. Hot, steamy I walked, hot. It, I walked in my house last night. My basement was so cold, and then I get upstairs, and it's like a completely different. It's like the south equator to the north, right. you know, north pole. <laughs> well, I don't have AC, so uh, it's sort of the only inhabitable part of my house right, right. now. <laughs> I'm in the utilities room sitting on a little pink bench. Yeah, the old houses with radiators, most of us don't have, we just do the window units. The window units, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Chris, we heard today that our glitzy Screen Actor Guild Awards, Actors Guild Awards, has been moved to March 14th, 2021. So next year, I guess all the award shows are going to happen in... March well, and April. Yeah, the Globes are February 28th. The SAGs are um, March 14th, and the Oscars are April 25th. Yeah, and the eligibility period has changed too, right? It's through the end of February, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that is the correction that's always needed to happen, at least as far as the elig- eligibility, because it always feels like there's always some good movies that last minute releases at the hot Christmas. Yeah. And then we, they go, Oh, how come they get the advantage right. or whatever? I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I kind of suspect that everything else will just move, you know, we'll still get a glut of them. It'll just be at the end of February instead of Christmas time. But I don't know, maybe the Christmas, the fact that there is that week between Christmas and new year's is so tempting to Hollywood. Because every one of those days is practically like a weekend day. Right. So maybe they won't shift. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I like the idea that this could be a course correction. Yeah, I mean, it But just... they've also said that they're moving back the next year anyway, right? Oh, probably. I probably. Think so. It just seems such a rush. It was such a whirlwind having everything happen well, so quickly. That that was uh, somebody's fault. I think it was uh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's <laughs> fault, or somebody. Somebody. No, it was uh, CBS. Uh, they no, it was the Oscars' fault. That's why everything got um, moved because they changed to February this yeah, past year, did. and it tr- mm-hmm. it kicked everybody out of spot. Yeah, they've been gradually trying to move earlier and earlier in a way to blunt the impact of all those other awards shows so that they would still be the star, but everybody moves. So I don't know if that's ever going to really make any difference. Right. I mean, right. So do you like the golden gloves are going away? Julia, our annual January Beverly Hills trip. We just love going to Beverly Hills in January. We might just have to go anyway. 
if we can. I, yeah, if we can. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that, Lori, because we do have fun. Yeah. Um. So, uh, are you following at all the Johnny Depp uh, libel case against the uh, British tabloid The Sun because they called him a wife beater, which he is suing them and not backing down. Have you followed it or not followed it? I have followed it a little bit. I saw he had a bit of a reversal the other day in court. Well, yeah, the son tried to say because Johnny um, hid texts asking his assistant to buy him cocaine and ecstasy. They thought that it should be dismissed, the libel suit, for calling him a wife beater. The judges thought about it and they made the ruling that, no, the libel case can continue um, and um, so the the trial starts next Tuesday, July 7th. It's lasting for three weeks. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are will be good. taking the stand. And oh. people are doing Zoom depositions like um, Winona Ryder, Vanessa Paradis, the mother of his ch- uh, children and his and longtime ex- partner. his ex-girlfriend, yep. And um, so it's happening. There were a lot. There was a lot of speculation that maybe they would say that no, you know that that you should have disclosed that, right? But the judges said no, that isn't enough. And um, it's interesting because Johnny Depp is suing the Sun's publisher and the executive editor Dan Wooten, the very same people Meghan Markle is suing. Oh, I didn't put that together. Yes, and Dan Wooten, he writes these opinion things, and he's the one who called Johnny Depp a wife, a wife beater. beater. And he, there's also specific allegations that Meghan Markle makes about him. And the connection that's interesting about Dan Wooten is that he is very close with Prince William. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. a lot of stuff. And with Ghislaine Maxwell being, being arrested, arrested today, today it's just like part of the a, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein thing, there's going to be. <sighs> they've got a. Yeah, I wonder if all of this is going to become basically a reality TV with no, with, you know, stuff shut down. It is Maybe. going to be because Ghislaine is going to be in the news. First of all, they have to protect her because um, if anything befalls her. Um, and she's been able to stay hidden with her money, but she knows where everything is. She she's does. got the goods on everybody. And when she sued Jeffrey Epstein's estate in March, it was for legal fees because she probably was anticipating getting arrested. Oh, I didn't know that was what it was for. Lonnie. I don't think okay. Alan Dershowitz will be defending her. But Johnny Depp is um, he he very much uh, when they called him a wife beater, which would not be something a U.S like people no. would they we wouldn't do that here no domestic violence we would call it domestic, or accused of a domestic yes, ago, we would but never Dan you're right called johnny right. depp a you're wife right. beater so i i don't know i i wonder um i i think that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch along with the galene maxwell just what is happening because there's you got prince andrew you've got so many it could be a movie all these well, stories and also, the, the laws are so different, even in England, which seems in so many ways to be so similar to us. I know the libel laws in particular are much different. Mm-hmm. Right. So it'll be interesting to kind of get that piece of the puzzle, too. Right. And he also, though, did the judge ruled that um, Johnny Depp cannot force Amber Heard to disclose evidence about that she might have 
been having with James Franco and Elon Musk because Johnny Depp was trying to remember. Yes, oh, she yes, had affairs. Yes, yes, yes. And the judge said, listen, the central issue for the defense is whether or not Depp assaulted Mr. Depp assaulted Ms. Heard, even not, if she'd been unfaithful to right. him. That's irrelevant on the central issue. So I don't need to have these documentations. So James Franco will not be called to the stand. <laughs> Although, can we discuss the terrible taste in men Amber Heard has? Oh, my oh, word. That's what she should be put on trial for. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but you're so funny. Yeah, well, I You're I'm, so funny, but I also want to say the terrible choice that Johnny Depp made. Well, but you know what? You can't, yeah. He was like a middle-aged man blinded by uh, a bisexual beauty. It's almost like a... It's a, it's like this elixir that he just was, was like, whoa, here's this beautiful woman She's openly bisexual. I don't know if her taste in women is better than men, but you're right, Chris Hewitt. She does have terrible taste in men. Yeah, that's one bad apple after another, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and they were never a good uh, fit because Mm-mm. remember the word was that they met on um, filming that movie Rum Diary? Oh, right, yeah. right, right. And then right. they I broke up, and then he bought her a horse. Yeah. And then. Did um, you ever see that movie Rum Diary? Is that any good? No, it's a terrible, it's terrible movie, but she is really bewitching in that movie. She's super beautiful and smart and funny, and you can see why he fell in love with her. Like, yeah. It's a terrible movie. It's yeah. a terrible movie. Terrible. I watched it, I think, in the last six months. You know what's really pathetic? I remember his nickname that he gave her when this is how besotted he was. He called her, and if this just doesn't sound like an older man to a younger woman nickname, Slim. Oh. Mm-hmm. Slim? Slim. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just slim, S-L-I-M. So like Bogart and Bacall. Yes, that's, yes. I mean, I just was just like, it just seemed so corny to me. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.